Welcome. Welcome to Known Unknowns, episode three. Yeah. I'm Carly. And I'm Harry. And uh, and we're excited. Yeah, because it's almost Halloween. It's almost Halloween, guys. We're very happy about it. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to put a little bonus episode out on Halloween. Okay. That's yeah. happening. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. What do you so, mean? Okay, we talked yes, about we are. this. No, I was gonna before we start recording. I was gonna like ask if we wanted to like announce that we we're gonna do it. Yep, we're announcing okay, it. Cool. Well, I announced it. All right. And I'm not editing it out. Okay. That's fine by me. We don't know exactly what we're gonna do yet, but it'll be uh, it'll be great. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be maybe a shorter episode. I don't know yet. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Shorter, lower effort. Lower effort, yeah. It's um, yeah. I don't want to do research for this one. Really, I was really hoping people would like write in and be like, "Hey, here's my story," so I could just read it. <laughs> Unfortunately, no one has. So, well, that's all right. But I do want to say thank you to everyone who has supported us and listened because it's actually like all my friends have come out and like supported me and like followed all our pages and like actually and like listened mm-hmm. yeah we've we've had more listens than i expected i thought we would yeah. have like three <laughs> just, and one of them would I, be harry's mom right and um maybe a friend of mine right <laughs> that's what i thought mm-hmm, but we yeah. have we've had a lot more than i thought and i'm yeah. really happy about it yeah it's really exciting mm-hmm. so thank you guys yeah so uh so how was your day harry it was normal (laughs) what'd you do uh i worked and then i came home and well first we went to the occult bookstore then we got went to vegan restaurant Mm -hmm. um and then i did more i finished up my research for (laughs) this while i watched riverdale yeah (laughs) and yes i like that show and i'm not ashamed (laughs) it's such a trash show and i really like it yeah yeah i yeah i know and i know plenty of other people who agree that it's a trash show and make fun of it but they still watch it secretly (laughs) i love dramatic tv I would love to be on a soap opera one day. When I go to the dentist, that's all they have playing is soap operas on because they have a TV in each room, uh-huh. and then they have like a big TV in the lobby, yeah. and they only have like s- the same soap opera running, and like they just make me so happy because <laughs> like they're just that's... so bad, and I just want to be on one so so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet it. I... I bet it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. You to be ridiculous. You don't have to have any real like film talent. <laughs> yeah, they're all like screaming on the camera and just making big movements, and it's really funny. Yeah, it's... I'm like, wow, it's like filming a high school play with like your iPhone, <laughs> and then you get to zoom in on like your son's face, like when he's speaking. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really good. Like, and that's what it is. That's what it looks like. And that's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> I want to be on one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Harry asked me how my day was. How was your day, Carly? It was fine. What did you do? Um, I also just went to work and then came home and tried to take a nap. <sighs> and that's it. Then we went on a walk and we went to the occult bookshop and... Went to a vegan restaurant where I got gluten-free vegan mac and cheese. It was really good. Good. I'm glad. Now we're sitting in our bed, drinking wine. So if there's weird pauses and gulps that you hear, it's because we're drinking wine. (laughs) I hated that myself, so I'm sorry if our listeners hate that noise the wine's behind you (laughs) oh bottle's behind you oh good all right oh he's just drinking out of the bottle now oh no he's pouring himself another glass (laughs) oh god okay all right so so harry's gonna go first because i went first last week right so what do you have um well i have um a little uh a a little thing 
a little a little something that I like to call the seven 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 gates 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 of 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 hell 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 Harry did that all by himself it wasn't even an effect the seven gates of heck but if it sounded like an effect it's because he's that talented <laughs> the seven right. gates of heck yep i was Let's going go. to do something else this week but since it's halloween i Changed it up to do something a little more spookier. And it was too hard, so he needs more time for research. Well, the other one's just really, it's very deep, and it goes in a lot of directions. Complicated. And so you'll find out all about it on an upcoming episode. Yeah. We wanted it to be, like, really good, because it's really, really weird. And I don't know anything about it, so I just want to know all the details. (laughs) And they need to be accurate. So I was like, you know what, give it some more time. So he did all of this research on Seven Gates of Heck today (laughs) in like a couple hours while I was watching Riverdale. The Seven Gates of Hell. All right. And a one and a two. And away we go. Read your script. Outside the town of Collinsville in southern Illinois. Ooh, you did the Illinois one. Yeah, yeah. We live there. Illinois, not Collinsville. (laughs) I always wanted to go, though. Anyway, continue. A decommissioned railroad line cuts through the woods. It intersects the roadway at several places, crossing above it on worn, graffiti-covered overpasses. Spooky. Concrete overpasses. Railroad (laughs) trestles. I'm not sure what to call them, because I feel like trestle, that implies like a more wooden type of thing to me. I don't know what the word trestle means. But I'm sure that it has a broader definition than that. (laughs) Okay, can you Uh, explain to me what a trestle is? It's just like a a railroad bridge, basically. Oh, Um, okay. For me, it has like... railroad bridge. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, so I I like love like old bridges like that you come across on like old like back roads like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, me too. I always think they're like so fascinating and like I want... I feel like there should be a story about all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look, they just give off that, I don't know, that energy. Like, yeah. This is a place that is like, has some, has, there's something interesting about it that has been forgotten and overlooked. It's but probably anyway. buried treasure or like a dead body. Yeah, probably. There, I mean, if there isn't, there should be. I know, seriously. So everyone go dump your bodies <laughs> and dump your treasure out in the middle of nowhere under a little bridge so we can find it. Yeah. Thank you in advance. Yeah. So these are like bridges like that. Just these. Um, we'll post pictures. Yeah. Um, but you get the picture. There are seven of them and they are collectively Whoa. known as the seven gates of hell. Shit. Shoot. This is family friendly <laughs> content. Oh, okay. Shoot. This... The seven gates of heck and <laughs> shoot. We don't want to get that little that little e next to our uh, podcast or explicit oh my gosh today harry and i were talking about how so first of all someone has the domain name knownunknowns.com and they own it and they're trying to sell it for five thousand dollars so no and so we were like, well, what else could we do? Knownunknownspodcast.com. And then Harry was like, well, we could do like knownunknowns.net or knownunknowns.pod. Like, we could see if that is available. And I thought that was funny. And then he goes, or we could do knownunknowns.xxx. And I'm like, no. Ew. And he's like, what did you say? I said that you're underselling the sexiness of our podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just thought that was so... I'm like, no. All right. So there are a bunch of different stories. There are different, like, legends and stories about uh, uh, several of these bridges individually, but they're all tied together by this Seven Gates of Hell uh, urban legend. Um, I really wish you could see his hand motions right now. They're really good. (laughs) Um, Anyway, continue. They can't see it. And so all these seven bridges you need to uh well so you you, you're supposed to pass through each of them in a particular in the right order um isn't it like no one knows the right order um i will but the stuff that i've found is specified in order 
Okay, I don't know, I don't know anything. Keep going. <laughs> and you're supposed to pass through the last one at midnight. Oh, shit. I knew there was something. Shoot. The very... I knew there was something that was like... <laughs> I, we, we've talked about this. We can swear on the podcast. Okay. Or, shit. We don't... Okay. Shit. <laughs> Continue. Okay. Um... And what should I? Uh, and if you, uh, yeah, when you pass through the last one at midnight, a portal to hell will open, and you'll be greeted by fire and hellhounds. And That's so cool. I think some people say that your you and your car will be swallowed up. And, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I think that's a bridge too far. I mean, no we wouldn't intended. know. Oh my god, we wouldn't know. That's true. If they were swallowed up. Yeah. That's what, okay, anyway, keep going. I can talk about this okay. for hours. It's your time to shine. All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, so to start with, you're uh, starting in Collinsville, Illinois. You're heading west out on Lebanon Road. Lebanon um, Road. Soon you'll come to the first gate. Um, there's no particular stories about this gate. It gives off less creepy vibes than the other one because it's like on the main road and closer to town. It's it's still okay. it looks pretty so similar gate to the other. Number one is pretty. It's pretty meh. pretty vanilla. Pretty, pretty vanilla. Pretty. It's a pretty white bread kind of bridge. Cool, 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 um, cool. Yeah, I mean it's still covered in graffiti and stuff, but uh, good, good, it's in a good. Very, it's like in a wooded area. Okay. I don't know. So, it, like on a on a dark and stormy night, it can give off. It, right. It, I mean, it sounds fun, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But okay. Um. Then from there, uh, soon afterwards, you make a left onto Lockman Road, where you'll come to gate number two. Gate number two. Um, this one has a few different stories about it. The first is about a young African-American boy uh, who was chased uh, at some point in history through the surrounding woods by the local KKK. Oh, man. Um, then he was eventually caught, and they hanged him no, from the bridge. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't know uh, if this story is ever is actually confirmed. I I, uh, I think it might just be like a story that people like tell. Isn't it like people hear? Isn't it like people hear stuff under bridge number two? Um, I think like so. Yeah, and that's why they're like, oh, because the boy was hanged here. Right. Yeah. Oh, and supposedly, like people say that you sometimes like see a boy like hanging oh, from it. I would die. I guess. Um, and then there's another story that there were two men were in love with the same woman. Um, things oh. turned un- ugly as they do. And um, one thing led to another and one of them hanged the other one from the bridge. What? Uh, Wait. What? What? Not just like, <laughs> I'm going to shoot you or stab I... you or strangle you. It's I'm going to physically... Yeah. Force you into a noose mm-hmm. and then make you jump. Yeah, I don't I don't How do you hang someone? Like okay. I don't okay. know the specifics. I just Got know it. that we get from point A, these two guys are to fighting over a woman P. to point D. Okay. P Okay, point P. As in Peter, if you can't understand what letter I'm using. P where as in Peter. The one guy is hanging from the bridge. Then in some versions of the story, the surviving friend, then regretting his actions, mm. hangs himself as well alongside oh, the other one. bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Not saying... Not, Never mind. Not, not the... making like, oh, you're a bitch because you committed suicide. I'm just saying, why'd you have to kill the other one? Come yeah. on. Come on. We could have we ended up in pretty close to the same place if you just hadn't killed anyone. I know. You're then still... neither you nor him would be dead. You both you both don't get the girl that way. I mean, maybe he would. He probably had something going on. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. If supposedly, if you drive under this gate near midnight, you can see the body of a boy hanging oh, from no. it, and they'll some they'll they'll maybe wave you on to the third bridge. <laughs> want to go on to the third bridge if i see a man hanging yeah i mean uh yeah no one wants to see that uh then we move on to gates three and four uh these two are pretty close together they're 
Uh, they're both just off Lockman Road, about 400 feet away from each other. Uh, the entrances to each is uh, blocked off by mounds of rocks, so you have to go through each of these on foot rather than <gasps> driving through them. Whoa, wait. Yeah. Then how do you get the car back? Well, you do. Uh, so you just. They're both like. So the roads going like parallel to the train tracks you can here, drive past and so them, but not through it. Yeah, but you can basically walk through it. Yeah, so okay. you just like yeah, okay. basically. Okay, okay. And so it's like there used to be two roads or something at these points. Oh, strange. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That are now blocked off. Um, and so yeah, uh, so at both of these or in between these around this area. There have been reports of satanic rituals being performed oh, since yeah. the 70s. Um, people have oh. found, like, satanic symbols, like, oh. on the ground or, That's like, cool. painted on the bridges, um, the tunnels. Um, and, like, people have found, like, mutilated animal remains and stuff. Oh. <laughs> Evidence of animal sacrifices. Man. That's um, spooky. Yeah. Um. Uh, one night in early 2016, uh, someone named Jose, who commented on one of the articles I was looking at for this, uh, said that he and his girlfriend were uh, driving through the gates um, when near either the third or fourth one, they saw on the road ahead of them the head of a deer, which had been cut off cleanly. Um, didn't It didn't look like it had been... It was just laying in the middle of the road, not looking as there's no like the pool. Head? Yeah, just the head oh, of the decapitated head of a deer, um, just laying in the middle of the road. There's no like other like pool of blood around it. It <gasps> seemed to be cut cleanly off, oh. just uh, sitting there. So That's they, spooky! Uh, they oh gosh! Backed up and drove away. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, if you stop in between these gates, it's common to hear the sound of a car approaching and coming, like seeming like it's like just around the bend, but it never like never shows up. Apparently, hmm. and uh, just okay. past gate four is a house known as either the Death House or the KKK House. Um, that is supposed to be haunted and or Delvin has a KKK house. I know. Or well, let's talk about it at the end. Okay, mm, sorry. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, that's supposed to be haunted and or a former KKK meeting place. That's supposed to be haunted and or a former KKK meeting place. Um, and so, I don't know, a uh, a slightly, I don't know, uh, so in this area, like around like the early 20th century, like 19 teens, mm-hmm. um, the railroad went in like a slightly different spot. I, they moved it at some point for some reason or went over a different bridge. And so there's the remains of an old railroad railroad trestle there, like a couple like pillars or pylons, um, and that is the apparently the location of um, a preferred bridge of the Collinsville Ku Klux Klan for mm-hmm. carrying out lynchings and things around uh, in like the early 1900s, oh, 1920s. Man. 19 teens um yeah this place is probably really fucked up <laughs> yeah a lot of um, people were hanged here yeah a lot of black people were hanged here yeah. <sighs> uh, i mean that's still based on just oral histories and urban legends but it seems right. to be backed up by but more it'll, evidence it's probably than... it's most definitely true well sure yeah but yeah no specific <laughs> encounters like are super, you know, backed up by anything. Is yeah, I mean, yeah. the, you know, Collinsville doesn't want you to know about their right. deep history right. and connection to white supremacy. I'm shocked they don't. <laughs> well, what? you know, until 20 years ago, they didn't. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, okay, so that's... Uh, then move on to gate five. It's a fair distance away. Uh, God, we're getting close to seven. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, there's not much to tell about gate five. It also doesn't have any particular legends about it. Oh. It's it's especially it's the narrowest of all the bridges. It's only like one car could fit through it at a time, and it's the oh. I guess the longest of, of the tunnels. So I'm assuming people have gotten into car accidents there. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> not that that. <laughs> 
And then uh, near there, and then near there is gate number six uh, on Mill Creek Road. Mill Creek. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's connected and to and sometimes confused with another bridge in the area called Acid Bridge, um, and so the stories of these t- are kind of jumbled together and overlap quite a bit about different stories of the Sixth Bridge and Acid Bridge. Um, but the general thing, or the one that's most connected to this bridge, is uh, some teenagers one night decided to drop acid and drive through all the gates. Uh, they made it through the first five, all right. Drop acid? Mm-hmm. Like, do acid? Yeah. T- yeah. I thought you meant drop buckets of acid <laughs> off the bridges, and I'm like, okay. No, no. Where do they... you get that? No, they okay, were... Okay, sorry, yeah. I'm not... They were tripping. Oh. And driving through yeah, gates on a mission to hell, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so they were driving under the influence? Yes, believe it or not. Jesus. I need more wine. Okay. That's good, that's good, that's good. I don't need any more. Okay. All right, continue. Um, where was I? I don't know. Okay, so the teens uh, made it through the first five gates <laughs> uh, just fine, um, but when they got to the sixth, they lost control of the car and crashed into the side of the tunnel. Uh, the car was quickly engulfed in fra- flames, and they all died. Yeah, that's what you get for driving <laughs> under the influence. Uh, and so people, as they approach this gate, people will see a bunch of different versions of these events play out. Oh, I think I've heard of this one. That's why I was like, like oh, car crash or yeah, something. The, I remembered something about mm-hmm. a car crash. Yeah, People they, will see a car crash happen, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, they'll either yeah. see like the aftermath of the fiery crash mm. as they approach and then it'll disappear as they come closer. Or they'll see like a ghost car approach the site <gasps> and then vanish. Oh. Or they'll like just like witness the whole thing, but with like, that's Ghosts the car the people like, here approaching and could be yeah, yeah bridge three and four or whatever it is yeah it might right? be isn't that that where they see yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah also note they don't they don't deserve to die no one <laughs> deserves to die and note continue <laughs> okay um yeah and so that's that's the car crash bridge slash bridge yeah. six yeah i knew that one sometimes that one's scary. yeah sometimes people will also see like a car uh, connected to another version of the story, they'll see like uh, when they're at gate six, like a car will pass them and then it'll keep going. And then as it goes over Acid Bridge, which I guess is pretty close by, um, it'll disappear. Oh, um, no. In another version of the story, they like they drive off of Acid Bridge and crash. Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm, creepy, creepy, yeah. creepy. Okay. Um, and then, so moving on to last but not least, mm-hmm. gate number seven. Yes. Okay. Uh, this one is the farthest away. It's like several miles oh, away shoot. from gate six. Um, it's almost, uh, it's uh, on a road called Bower Road, almost to Troy, Illinois. Um, <coughs> uh, at this gate, there aren't any really... Um, other non-connected stories, just that if you pass under it at midnight, uh, you'll open a portal to hell. And That's the hellhounds will come out and they'll, uh, if you try to run away, they'll get you. Um, Why uh, would anyone want to do this? Well. To be- see if it really happens? Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess I want to do it. Yeah. All right, keep yeah, going. What, do you want to do it because... It's not going to happen, but what if? True. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. There, I mean, there is another version of the story where, like, you have to go through all seven, and then you have to go through them in the reverse order, and it's and then when you get back to gate one, that's where the portal will appear. Yeah. Something, yeah. There's a bunch of different versions, like, you have to loop through, or, like, you mm-hmm. have to get to the last one on, like, a... I, yeah, they're yeah. all... You have to do it at midnight on a full moon mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of weird... 
Uh-huh. There's always new rules added when it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. So, lots of <laughs> rules. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's see. Just a, so just some miscellaneous things. Uh, Jose, the guy who saw the deer head at gate three and four, also says that um, around the same time, a friend of his showed him a picture of a, a decapitated deer on a post near Acid Bridge. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another commenter on that same site said that in the 70s, their mother was driving through the gates with friends and somebody threw a bucket of blood on their passing car. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. How scary. I know. And, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fake blood? Hopefully. I, they just said blood, so who knows? Oh. Probably not human blood. I wouldn't. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope no, not. it wasn't. What would you do? Would you call the police? Uh, yeah. Or would you just wash it off? No, I wouldn't touch it. I would call the police. I wouldn't even get out of my car. I'd be like, someone threw a bucket of red substance on my car. Mm-hmm. I think it's blood. Yeah. They get there and it's just like ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone throws someone throws some Halloween blood on your car. That's a good prank. Throw hollow like a bucket of Halloween like fake blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good actually. Right. Well, it's the seventies, so they don't have cell phones. So they can't call the oh, police shoot. from there. Okay. Well they can page. Were there pagers? I don't think so. Damn. What were what if was they there? were just um car phones? Mm, there were car phones. Okay, right in the seventies. Mm, I feel like it's more like an eighties thing, but I wasn't alive at the time, so yeah. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't. I mean, the mom was like a teenager at the time, so they probably didn't have a car phone, even if they were a thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then just, uh, I don't know if this is connected or not, but uh, it's probably, I mean, no, it's not connected in any <laughs> real way. But okay. uh, uh, just to the east of Collinsville, Illinois, or no, just to the west of Collinsville, Illinois. Shoot, did I? Okay, this is this is all east of Collinsville. I said west earlier, and I meant east. Okay. Okay. And then just to in the other direction, to the west of Collinsville is Cahokia Mounds, uh, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and a state historic place. Um, just the location of a huge, like, uh, Native American city, uh, mm. you know, mm. ages and ages ago. Um, oh. That so the ruins of it are there, or the what little remains. So it's spooky. So there, this area oh. has a long history. Yeah. Huh. That's what you were looking up. Mm-hmm. on maps and you're like oh yeah. this is really interesting and i'm like cool yeah so yeah so Coho- yeah cahokia mounds is just over six miles away from the first bridge hmm. um yeah that's not that's that's weird so you know yeah it's interesting Creepy. probably coincidence no okay absolutely not yeah uh yeah so and yeah i just i just I, I wanted also to mention that there are also there, are, as you alluded to earlier, there are other seven gates of hell like stories, um, like all around the country. I know of at least three others. I think one in Pennsylvania that seems to be more well known than the Illinois one, though. Oh, dumb. Okay. <laughs> though I, apparently only the first gate, um, of the seven actually is visible during the daylight so actually exists oh um yeah okay and there's one in new jersey that's like i think like a some sewer tunnels Hmm. and then there's i think in virginia there's something i didn't really i don't know anything about it but yeah weird Mm -hmm. crazy yeah we'll have to look up yeah more of the other ones maybe i will at some point do a thing about gates to hell in general and yeah. can talk about those mm-hmm. mm. that's cool mm-hmm. sweet okay is that it yeah that's that's what i had oh, cool. this week um short and sweet i think 
We're still about 30 minutes, huh? Okay. Oh, no. What'd you spill? I didn't spill. Okay. I just knocked over the wine bottle, but it had the lid on. Okay. All right. Let me log into my computer with my notes. Um, great. So, so, as I said last week, I wanted to do a cult, and I am doing a cult. Um, so this one, I actually, I think it was my sophomore year of college. Okay. I was taking a religion through film class. Super interesting. Loved it. Um, anyway, we had to write about a... This was for a different class than that. No, it wasn't. No, because you, first you took the religion through film class with her, then you took... No, I took religion in Chicago, then I took religion through film. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like connect it through some like, theory. Uh, I had to connect like a religion of some sort to like a theory of like some philosophy. I don't know. Religious uh, scholar. I don't know. And so I decided to do I wanted to do a cult and connect it to like charismatic leaders. Because mm-hmm. that's. Yeah. So then I was like, Jonestown, I'm going to do Jonestown. And then she was like, well, see, the thing is, I want you to look at similarities and differences. And Jonestown is the perfect example of charismatic leaders. And there's not really anything that's like textbook definition. So she's like, find something that might be a little different. So then she suggested that I write about Heaven's Gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... um. Because she knew about it, because uh, her one of her good friends wrote a book, um, which I should actually probably cite. I don't know. Wrote some book about this cult, and he s- spent like most of his life like researching this cult and getting interviews. And it was a really not. It was a really good book, and I used it for like almost my whole paper. And that's where a lot of this actually comes from. So. So the book that I got all this from, it was called it's called Heaven's Gate, America's UFO Religion, and it's by Benjamin E. Zeller. Very good. Highly recommend. Um So that's where I got pretty much all of this. Anyway, um so it's a cult. And this kind of goes my script here kind of goes all over the place, so just just stay with me. It kind of goes from, like, the history of the leader and then, like, what the religion really is and then what they do. Like, it's just kind of all over the place. But this is the most logical configuration of this story. It's really interesting and kind of long, so I'm just going to get into it. So, Heaven's Gate was an American UFO religion founded in 1974. I love that UFO religion is a category of religion (laughs) i know know. that rules oh god (laughs) i know um so the founders and leaders of the group were bonnie nettles and marshall applewhite also known as t and doe or the two so they started calling themselves t and doe and so did their followers t Mm -hmm. and doe or um the two was like kind of an earlier name that they gave themselves So Applewhite and Nettles would travel the country to speak to different religious groups about the religion they'd created and who they were. Um, They believed that they were extraterrestrial beings that had taken the physical form of the human body. Okay, so a nice little twist on the abduction thing. Yeah, Um, well, they believe that this this is everyone oh, everyone everybody's is, is, an right, alien we're extraterrestrial beings that had taken yeah I applewhite mean, was the return of jesus christ and nettles was his father god okay they believed that god was actually a highly developed extraterrestrial being and that jesus was an extraterrestrial in a human body okay but if these extraterrestrials have been on earth for you know, thousands of years. At what point do they become terrestrials? Okay. I don't... Good question. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, so the followers of Heaven's Gate took classes taught by Applewhite and Nettles to learn about the religion and to achieve, quote, the evolutionary level above human. Unquote? 
Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll hear that a lot. The evolutionary level above human. That is what they are trying to achieve. Everyone in the religion, they're trying to achieve the evolutionary level above human. <laughs> it's so weird. I just wanted to say it a million times. So you're like, oh, yes, that is... She's not just speaking gibberish words. Um, So attaining this level involved stripping away all forms of personality or anything that would make someone human. They They got rid of family, friends, gender, emotions, sexual desire, and all their possessions. This level would get them to the heavens after they died where they would transform into a perfect alien being. So, Marshall Applewhite is, like, the main guy. Um, So, I'm going to go into kind of his background and a little bit of um, Nettles. Uh, So, here's some his background of them because this is kind of important and kind of how they got started and how they met and stuff like that. So, the son of a Presbyterian minister and a former soldier... Marshall Applewhite, began his journey into biblical prophecy in the early 1970s. Is the former soldier and the minister one person? or The son of a Presbyterian minister and a former soldier. Oh. I don't think Applewhite was a former soldier. I think his dad was a Presbyterian minister and former soldier. Oh, okay. Not yeah. His mom was... Uh minister or soldier and oh his dad was a minister maybe his mom was a soldier Mm, no i doubt it okay this was like the The 70s yeah yeah okay so after being so this is apple white after apple white was fired from the university of saint thomas in houston texas over an alleged relationship with one of his male students oh yeah he Mm. met bonnie nettles a 44 year old married nurse with an interest in how do you say this Theosophy? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Theosophy and biblical prophecy in March of 1972. According to Applewhite's writings, the two met in a hospital where she worked while she was visiting a sick friend there. Applewhite later recalled that he felt like he had known Nettles for a long time and concluded that they had met in a past life. Or he'd been stalking her. Yeah. Uh, She told him after their meeting had been... Wait, she told him their meeting had been foretold to her by extraterrestrials, persuading him that he had a divine assignment. Aw, so they're both crazy. They are both crazy. That's cute. They are both. Just like us. Yeah. Uh, By June 1974, Applewhite and Nettles' beliefs had solidified into a basic outline. They concluded that they had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies and that they had been given higher level minds than other people. They wrote a pamphlet that described Jesus' reincarnation as a Texan, thinly veiled reference to Applewhite, because he is a Texan. Uh, furthermore, they concluded that they were two that they were the two witnesses described in the book of Revelation. So a lot of the religion actually came from the Bible. Mm-hmm. He always had like a King James Bible on him. Sure. And I think that's because he knew a lot about this, the Christian, like his father was a Presbyterian minister. Yeah, why start from scratch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they occasionally visited churches or other spiritual groups to speak of their identities, often referring to themselves as the two or the UFO two. They believed that they would be killed and then restored to life and in view of others. So for others to see, transported into onto a spaceship. This event, they called the demonstration, would prove their claims. Hmm. Once they died, they'd be taken away in a spacecraft in front of everyone. So everyone would know that this is real. Okay. Eventually, Applewhite and Nettles resolved to contact extraterrestrials, and they sought like-minded followers. They published advertisements for meetings where they recruited disciples whom they called the crew. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't putting together like a a dance team or a, like no. a, a <laughs> group. rap group or something. No. <laughs> At the events, they purported to represent beings from another planet, the next level, who sought participants for an experiment. 
<laughs> they stated that the that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. In 1975, during a group meeting with 80 people, they shared their simultaneous revolution that they had been told they were the two witnesses written in the Bible's story of the end time. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I, I, oh, I wish I was around back then. Because let me tell you, everyone, in the 70s, 80s, let me be real, now, I would totally join a cult. I would absolutely be roped into joining a cult i know i would don't yeah. you think so i'd be in a cult sure. yeah and that would mean that i'd be roped into joining a cult too well we probably wouldn't have met oh if yeah I was... well it's the 70s or 80s right yeah okay but i was a devout christian for a while mm -hmm. firm believer yeah that's culty already uh, no no shade to anyone who is honestly well. Hey, hey, that's mean. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but I no, I absolutely would join a cult. I, I was definitely one of those people who was searching for like very, um, I don't know. I just wanted some sort of spiritual you connection answers. or answers and I would have joined a cult. Absolutely. Anyway, so later in 1975, the crew... <laughs> assembled at a hotel in Waldport, Oregon. After selling all worldly possessions and saying farewell to loved ones, the group vanished from the hotel and from the public eye. That night on the CBS Evening News, Walter Cronkite? Mm -hmm. Cronkite? Cronkite? Cronkite. Great. Reported that the group had disappeared, and one of the very first national... Not natural. <laughs> national reports on the developing religious group. Quote, mm. a score of persons have disappeared. It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply been taken. <laughs> oh. Did you like my news reporter voice? Yeah. Walter you. Cronkite had a way with words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In reality, Applewhite and Nettles had arranged for the group to go underground. From that point, Doe and T as the two now called themselves, led the nearly 100-member crew across the country, sleeping in tents and sleeping bags and begging in the streets. <laughs> Evading detection by the authorities and media enabled the group to focus on Doe and T's doctrine of helping members of the crew achieve a higher evolutionary level above human, to which they claimed to have already reached. The two yeah. leaders claimed yeah. to have already reached. Why... Why did they? Why would they bother to like, like beg in the streets and like if they had all the money of like all of these people? Well, they didn't have that. They much didn't. Money. I mean, they um, sold like everything they owned, though, right? Yeah. Well, they ran out eventually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, if, like just for, like from the beginning, just like yeah, no, get you're yourself right. a compound. Right, but so that's a hundred to... some people. Okay. Like, where well, are you gonna find? I mean, a it spot? just said a score. That's 20. It said 100 people. Oh, well. Them and their 100 people, 100 oh, okay. followers. Well, Cronkite said a score, so. Okay, well, he was wrong. Okay. I, I believe 100. it. Applewhite believed himself to be Jesus' Jesus's successor and the present representative of Christ on earth. Doe and T taught during the religious movement's early beginnings that Doe's bodily vehicle had inhabited was inhabited by the same alien spirit which belonged to Jesus, and T was represented was presented as God the Father. Hmm. So they have the same extraterrestrial spirits as Jesus and God. I see. Mm -hmm. By the mid-90s, the group had become reclusive, identifying themselves using the business name Higher Source. Oh, this is funny. And using their website to uh, recruit followers. Rumors began spreading throughout the group in the following years that the upcoming Comet Hail Bop housed the secret to their ultimate salvation and ascendance into the kingdom of heaven. So their whole business thing, actually, I have this in here somewhere. So this is how they made money in the mid, in like the 90s. Ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, so fun fact, their website is actually still up. And you can see it. You can st you can go to it, and it's very mid nineties. Um, 
Okay, so the group earned revenues by offering professional website development for paying clients under the business name Higher Source. So they basically, yeah, created professional websites for people, and that's yeah. how they made money. <laughs> and it was like right when the internet was coming, like right when the internet came out. So this was like a big thing. Sure. So they were like a business. Mm-hmm. So that was that was something kind of interesting. Um. So their their website still says "Hail Bop brings closure to Heaven's Gate," and like there's this big red alert <laughs> in like Comic Sans, like just like flashing Mm -hmm. it's really funny okay so i'm gonna go a little more in depth on their belief system just because i think it's really funny um because there's more so much more than what i've already said okay so heaven's gate members believe that the planet earth would be recycled before 2027 and reduced and reused (laughs) and the only chance for their consciousness defined sometimes as soul or mind to survive was to leave their human bodies at an appointed time initially the group had been told that they would be transported with their bodies on board a spacecraft that would come to earth and take the crew to heaven referred to as the next level but when bonnie lou nettles died of cancer oh in 1985 it confounded applewhite's doctrine because nettle was allegedly allegedly chosen by the next level to be a messenger on Earth, like, mm-hmm. they were supposed to be transported in a spaceship, but when she died of cancer, that didn't happen. They, sh- they should have she... just, like, got a spaceship I know, and, like, stuck I know. her, snuck her on it. Like, I feel like at that point, space. I'd be like, bitch, I'm out. This, you told me this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm done. They just, like, they had, you know, I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah, so um, the belief system was then refined to include the leaving of consciousness from the body as equivalent to leaving the Earth in a spacecraft. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know. Okay. Yeah, if you do, you know, people who do drugs will s- say that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, they believe that to be eligible for membership in the next level, humans would have to shed every attachment to the planet. This meant, okay, I kind of went over this before, but this meant all members had to give up all human-like characteristics such as their family, friends, sexuality, individuality, jobs, money, and possessions. Money doesn't make sense, though, because they were very business or... Anyway. Eight of the male members of the group, including Applewhite, voluntarily underwent castration in Mexico as an extreme means of maintaining their lifestyle. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. So, the evolutionary level of what? Sign me up. Oh my god. I don't need the. I don't. I don't need those things. Okay. What are the? They're not doing. Mm-hmm. So the evolutionary level above human was another world in our universe where residents live in pure bliss and nourish themselves by absorbing pure sunlight. <laughs> At the next level, beings do not exchange in sexual intercourse, eating, or dying. Heaven's Gate believed that what the Bible calls God is actually a highly developed extraterrestrial. Members of Heaven's Gate believed that evil aliens called Luciferians falsely represented themselves to earthlings as God and conspired to keep humans from developing. Technically advanced humanoids, these aliens have spacecraft, space-time travel, telepathy, and increased longevity. They use holograms to fake miracles, and Heaven's Gate believed that all existing religions on Earth had been corrupted by the evil aliens. Hmm. Yeah. Luciferians, I mean... <laughs> everyone. Over time, Applewhite also refined his identity in the group to encourage the belief that the walk-in that was inhabiting his body, so like the spirit that mm-hmm. was in his, inhabiting his body, was the same that had done so to Jesus 2,000 years ago, which we've addressed. Um, what was it doing in the meantime? Do we know? No. Okay. So Just techniques to enter the next level. So how you graduate. There's four ways. Physical pickup onto the Tila spacecraft, which is the evolutionary level above human, Tila, and transfer to a next level body aboard the craft. So or number two, natural death, accidental death, or death upon random violence. Here, the graduating soul leaves the human container for a perfected next level body. 
Three, outside persecution that leads to death. And this was only because Applewhite was so paranoid that the American government would murder the members of Heaven's Gate or himself. <laughs> and four, the, the last one, he like kind of added this in at the end. Willful exit from the body in a dignified manner. Near the end, Applewhite had a revelation that they might have to abandon their human bodies and achieve the next level as Jesus had done. Did Jesus commit suicide? (laughs) According to him. According to him. Well. So, I I think you know where this is going. If Jesus is God and God killed Jesus, then. Yeah. Hey. He killed himself. Yeah. But according to him, Jesus is not God. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, in October 1996, members of Doe's clan began renting a large home, which they called the monastery, a mansion in a gated community of upscale homes in Rancho Santa Fe, California. They paid $7,000 per month in cash. (laughs) Yeah. In the same month, the group purchased... Alien abduction insurance that would cover up to 50 members and would pay out $1 million per person. The policy covered abductions, impregnation, or death by aliens. Oh, I need, that's a racket I don't need to get into. Yeah, seriously, that's so funny. I need that. I need that. <laughs> what if I'm abducted by aliens? Well, I will sell it to you. Great. Only... Only a, a cool $50 a month. And, uh... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. On March 19th through 20, 1997, Marshall Applewhite taped himself in the Doe's final exit, speaking of mass suicide, and asserted it was the only way to evacuate this earth. Oh, my gosh. You guys can see these on YouTube. All his videos, all his teaching videos, all his exit statement videos, and all the exit statements that the members made right before they committed suicide. Uh, because uh, they all commit suicide. Spoiler alert. I assumed you guys knew this was coming. Um, he, They're all still up. And they're all on the website, too. It's creepy. It's oh it's so weird you should watch them um they're so funny but very weird like i'm like oh my god anyway i won't be watching that okay but you should i would rather not okay after asserting that a spacecraft was trailing comet hail bop and that this event would represent the closure to heaven's gate Applewhite persuaded 38 followers in the monastery to prepare for ritual suicide so that their souls could board the supposed craft that was following the comet. Applewhite believed that after their deaths, an unidentified flying object or UFO would take their souls to another level of existence above human, which he described as being both physical and spiritual. Their Preparations included each other videotaping a farewell message for themselves. And they're all transcribed on the website, and you can see the farewell messages, and they're all so sad. There's one, this woman is like, I don't have anything left here on Earth, and I worship Doe. Like, uh, this is all I have. And then in a documentary, the husband and kids of that woman was like I watched that mm. because they had originally all joined the cult as mm-hmm. a family and then they left and the wife stayed mm-hmm. and no. so it like just watching him like hearing him talk about how he watched that farewell video <sighs> was so sad because he was like I watched her say that she had nothing left on earth she had totally gotten rid of her husband and her kids how sad. Very. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, to commit suicide, members took, um, what's this, phen- phenobarbital? Yeah. Phenobarbital? Mm-hmm. Mixed with applesauce or pudding and washed it down with vodka. 
Additionally, they secured plastic bags around their necks after ingesting the mix to induce asphyxiation. I can't say this word. Asphyxiation. Got it. All 39 were dressed in identical black shirts and sweatpants, brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes, and armband patches reading Heaven's Gate Away Team. (laughs) Each member had on their person a $5 bill and three quarters in their pocket. The five. Well, so the $5. Wait. The $5 bill was to cover vagrancy fines. While members were out on jobs, while the quarters were to make phone calls, they always cared. They always carried and only carried a $5 bill and three quarters. Okay. Yeah. Once dead, a living member would arrange the body to rem- by removing the plastic bag from the person's head. They then posed the body so that it lay neatly in their bed with faces and torsos covered by a s- square purple cloth. 21 women and 18 men between the ages of 26 and 72 are believed to have died in three groups over three successive days, with remaining participants cleaning up after each prior group's death. The suicides occurred in groups of 15, 15, and 9. Between approximately March 22nd and March March 26th, Applewhite was the third to last member to die. Two people remained after him and were the only ones who would be found with bags over their heads and not having purple cloths covering their top halves. Before the last of the suicides, similar sets of FedEx packages were sent to numerous Heaven's Gate-affiliated or formally-affiliated individuals, and at least one media outlet, the BBC department responsible for Louis Thera's weird weekends, for which Heaven's Gate had earlier declined participation. I don't know what was in the packages. Oh, I think with the tapes. Probably. Yeah. Among these on the list of recipients was Rio D'Angelo. The package D'Angelo received on the evening of March 25th, as other packages sent had, contained two VHS videotapes, one with Doe's final exit and the other with the farewell messages of group of group followers it also contained a letter stating that among other things we have exited our vehicles just as we entered them upon informing his boss of the contents of the packages d'angelo received a ride from his los An- from los angeles to heaven's gate home in rancho santa fe so he could verify the letter d'angelo found a back door purposely left unlocked to allow access and used a video camera to record what he found After leaving the house, D'Angelo's boss, who had waited outside, encouraged him to call the authorities, alerting them to his discovery. Encouraged. Like, Mm -hmm. he didn't want to do it? (laughs) What? Okay. The group er Oh. That's all I have. Well, no. So, so that's basically it. Wow. Yeah. But I did. I know. I took some quotes off the website of these, uh, of the members' exit statements of two. Um, So, Chakotis, they all um, had new names after they joined the cult, and they added ODY to the end of like the first two, I don't know, something. So, there's Chakoti and Glenodi. That's who we're going to hear from. So Chakoti says in his farewell statement, "There, these are my personal reasons as an individual for making this choice. The main reasons is that I know who T and Doe are. They are members of the kingdom of heaven and I know it. I knew the day I met them. I can't explain the reason for my recognition unless I knew them in a previous life. That was just part of it. They were all like really long. Mm-hmm. And then Glenodi said, I know who my older members T and Doe are. I believe in, cleave to, trust in, and rely totally upon them. I know my older member Doe is going to his older member T at this time. Once he is gone, there is nothing left here on earth, here on the face of the earth for me. No reason to stay a moment longer. Oh, this is the woman that had the family... Mm. This is yeah. So yeah. And this tape was sent to him. <sighs> Furthermore, I know that my graft to them would be jeopardized if I linger here once they have departed. 
Mm. Yeah. So that's really sad. Yeah. That was sad. Another really sad thing when, yeah, when Nettles died, not Applewhite, not the guy who lived longer, but when the woman died of cancer, mm-hmm. he, Applewhite, didn't tell her daughter oh. that it happened mm. or that she was suffering from cancer in the first place. Mm. He told her like a week later and was just kind of like, yeah, get over it. Or like, I think she was like, where's my mom? And she's like, she's dead. <clears throat> she graduated. And like, he wasn't simple. Like, he was just like, yeah, like he didn't. And I rem- I think there's like interviews with her and she's like, I I just couldn't believe that he did. Like, he didn't tell me. Right. <sighs> so that's that. Yeah. That's... Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. That's... A real, a real bummer. It's honestly, yeah, I was gonna say it's honestly a real bummer. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that's what I got. That's really sad. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Okay. That was more depressing than I thought. <sighs> mass suicide. <laughs> you didn't think cult. the story about mass suicide was going to be depressing. Well, I didn't think I'd get as emotional about it. Oh. Um. So, want to end on some kind of positive note? I don't know. Uh, what did we learn this today, Carly? Oh, God. Um, uh, I don't know. What did you learn today, Harry? With that, uh, you know, uh, old, uh, e- old, like, um, evil actions can uh, stay with a place, either in the form of, uh, ghosts or in the form of uh, are you talking about what we stories. learned from our stories or what we learned today just generally general? i don't know uh, whatever however you want to interpret the question okay so that's what you learned today uh sure yeah oh okay yes, <laughs> yes that is that's what that's what that's what i learned today what did i learn today oh man i don't know Okay, that's all right. I didn't really learn anything. Everyone asks, like, what'd you learn today? Like, sometimes in class, the teacher will be like, just name one thing you learned this week. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, a lot of things, I'm sure. <laughs> what does that mean? I just can't think of any right now. Yeah. You tell me. What am I supposed to learn? I'm like, always caught off guard. And I'm like, I don't know. What did I learn? I don't, I don't I'm sure I know. I'm sure it's in there and I'm going to use it when I need it, but can't bring it up now (laughs) yeah Yeah, i can't just tell you a fact i mean yeah no i can't could no no okay so um be on the lookout for our fun (laughs) halloween episode Mm -hmm. on halloween which is thursday we don't know what we're doing yet so it'll be a mystery show surprise yeah um Okay, seriously, go like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Go follow us on Spotify. Can you do that? Yeah, you can Go subscribe. rate us and give us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, visit our website. Uh, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Seriously, people. <laughs> I hope all of you who are following us are... Or I hope all of you who are listening follow us <laughs> on social media. Sorry. It's okay if you don't. Oh, we'll okay. still love you. You're gonna miss out on some really cool stuff, though, if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get we'll we'll post more cool stuff. We'll, yeah. That's where you can probably find pictures relating to our episodes mm-hmm. and other uh, news and updates on what's going on in our world and the world of uh, the weird. The spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but you yeah. can contact us uh, yes, through. Yes, please contact any us. of those. You can contact us on. Honestly, you can DM us on anything. You can also email us at knownunknownspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can do that through the contact us page on our website. You can do that through Instagram. You can just hit the email button. Um, you can do that on Facebook. Just hit the email button. Like, people, talk to me. <laughs> Give me some stories. I feel just left out right now. Please, <laughs> please contact me. I'm lonely. Oh, okay. Shut up. Um, or I mean, or if you just want to say hey, just say don't. hi. 
Uh, we're, we're gonna start having like a mailbag segment on the show. We'll read your uh, reviews, comments, yeah. emails out, and uh, it'll be fun. Um, okay. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say, Carly? No. Have a good week. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you were. I hope you stayed safe this weekend. I know a lot of people were out. Um. And stay safe next weekend if you go out again. <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm serious. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm Harry. I'm Carly. And this has been Known Unknowns. Drive fast and take chances. <laughs> because it's weird out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye.